Welcome to Sasquatch Ate My Baby. I'm Dave, that's Kate. Hi, friends. And the soup of the day is Portuguese caldo verde. Great. Great. Yum. It's great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here we are. Back in the saddle. Mm-hmm. And if you're a restaurant that wants to send us your soup of the day, you can email us at Sasquatch Ate My Baby. We're contesting on Instagram at Sasquatch Ate My Baby. We're on Twitter at Sas Ate My Baby. We're on Facebook at Sasquatch Ate My Baby. <laughs> It doesn't really change. Did you say the email? I think that was I the first one. Attention. I said add Sasquatch at my baby. I don't know if I said at gmail.com. Sasquatch at my baby at gmail.com. I just tried to drink out of a cup with nothing in it. Good job. We haven't used those cups in a while. They're just messy. <laughs> what's, it, what's up with coffee cups and not holding liquids? <laughs> <laughs> They're not to be meant to be filled to the brim with beer with spilly talkers. Oh, uh, yes. Good point. <laughs> I'm drinking a Moscow Mule and it's delicious. Mm-hmm. It's even in a copper mug. Look at how pretty that is. Mm-hmm. Look at that giant hair on it. I feel like a Moscow mule is more designed to keep liquids in because it's more like, what's the word? Concave? Nope. I don't know. What is it's the that shape. What is the shape that like an eyeball, like the iris of an eyeball is? Or like a contact lens? Convex. Convex. Is that it? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Or the opposite is concave. Yeah. Okay. Like if you turn a contact lens over, it's concave. Okay. <laughs> like one's a bowl. Yeah. And one's a hump. Okay, well, the side of that's like a... Yes. Convex. Yeah, convex, yeah. I agree. Cool. I'm glad <laughs> we came to that conclusion. Welcome to our new podcast where we review cups. <laughs> Send us your favorite cups at sasquatchatemybaby at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> or suggestions for future cups. <laughs> uh, yes. That'd be awesome. Let's review cups. <laughs> it's a new segment. What's in my cup? This one's 100% copper, which I read is good for you to drink water out of a copper mug. It's supposed to help you poop. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's bad for you to drink like this out of it because apparently the acid in this drink releases some bad chemicals and it might kill me. <laughs> what am I going to drink a Moscow mule out of a glass cup like some chump? <laughs> no. Anyway. You can get one that's copper on the outside, though, and not copper on the inside. I already got this one. All right. Well, fine. I like that it's hammered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know why Moscow mules are served in a copper mug? Because that's all they have in Moscow? Because some Russian dude, or yeah, who invented it, mm-hmm. had a surplus of copper, so he invented a drink and said you have to serve it in this cup so he could sell his copper <laughs> to people. <laughs> the Moscow mules are basically like... The Santa marketing Claus. Yeah. <laughs> of cups. Yeah. And that was awesome. cup history corner. <laughs> on I our told you, we're reviewing cup cups today. <laughs> <laughs> this show is now called Sasquatch Drink Out of My Cup. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what's new, Kate? It's been a week. How's life? What's up? What's new? Tell me something good. I don't know. Tell me something bad. Tell me something medium. Um, well, we just had a conversation right, about... Yeah. We don't need to talk about that. Do you have anything like not that? No. Uh, well, no. <laughs> no? I have some work stuff I can tell you about after. Oh, okay. You can't like kind of hint at it? No? Okay, fair enough. No. All right. Well, my week's been great. Yeah. How was your weekend? 
It was great. Well, I'll get to that. Oh. Today, I just started using a new mustache wax, and it's incredible. Oh, mama. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> what kind is it? Would you like to plug it? It's called Boss Man Mud Stash Wax. Mm-hmm. Is it made of mud? Nope. But it's water-based and not all waxy. Oh, like the good loops. Exactly. Like the good lubes. <laughs> Like my old wax, I needed a blow dryer to melt it onto my face. Ew. This one just kind of goes in nice. (laughs) (laughs) No parabens. Sure. (laughs) There's beeswax in it, I think. Hmm. Yeah. But yes, I saw a show on the weekend, Sumac. How was it? It was lovely. At one point, right before Sumac went on, it was just a bar, right? Mm -hmm. So I saw... The guy, the leader, Aaron Turner in the back room, getting ready for the show. Mm-hmm. I was drunk enough to go back there. Oh. And I walked up to him and just said, hello, you should get back together with your old band. It was the greatest band in the world. What was his and old band? I think band? I insulted him. <gasps> oh, no, Dave. <laughs> it had to be said, the band should get back together. What band? It was ISIS. Oh, I feel like I've heard you talk. Yeah, you've played them on my YouTube at my house. Oh, yeah. They're the greatest <laughs> band ever. Hashtag pray for ISIS. But not I don't think that. you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> that is the episode title. We're going to get, like, arrested. Hate mail. <laughs> Hashtag pray for ISIS. <laughs> They've recently played a show under the name Celestial, but I don't think they're going to play again because he, all he said was no. Did they break up because their they band stopped. was named ISIS? No, no. This was way before ISIS was a thing. Mm-hmm. They it, just stopped playing because they figured they had done everything that they wanted to accomplish musically as a band. So that translates to two people got butthurt feelings for each other and decided to do different projects. Could be. Mm-hmm. Could be. That's what I think it is. But... Yeah, it had to be said. I couldn't leave that venue without telling them my thoughts. <laughs> Thanks, Drunk Dave. Yep. So, yeah, it was awesome. If I ever want an honest opinion, I'll get you drunk and then come over in, like, the new outfit I got and go, does this make me look fat? <laughs> and Drunk Dave will be like, yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe, if it makes you look fat. Thanks, Drunk Dave. Yeah. That could be our other new podcast, Drunk Dave Corner. Then we just get you to review, I honestly review Peter things while you're drunk. Honestly review cups while yeah. I'm hammered. <laughs> <laughs> um, the band that played before Sumac, mm-hmm. it was insane. Were they really good? or they were? Their music was fine. Mm-hmm. But them, as people, it was crazy. To see in that, in that, it's things I've only seen on YouTube. Like what? Like, they pl- came up, played their song, didn't talk. Song ended. She told everyone in the room to stop talking and be completely silent. Mm-hmm. It was a bar, so nobody was going to do that. Yeah, they're like, fuck you, you're not my mom. <laughs> and then she started going off on hating white people and colonialism and shit in that area. And then there's people still talking. 
So she claimed they were all like white privileged assholes because <laughs> they were talking over her. <laughs> Even though she's talking into a mic. Yeah. But it was crazy at a metal show for somebody to do that. But yeah. That doesn't sound crazy for someone to do <laughs> at a metal show. Well, in that... Was it just out of place? It was out of place. Okay. And like, you hype up the crowd in between songs. here for a good time. And play your music. Yeah. We don't need your politics in your music. True. Doesn't matter what it is. And don't start bashing the crowd because they're white. <laughs> um, shortly after Trump was elected, I went to a concert. And I don't remember who it was now, but it was like a bigger Canadian band, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the opening bands was down from or was up from the states right and halfway through one of their songs they had like a they started talking about like the backstory to the song that they or the one they were about in to the s- middle of the song no it was probably right before the song started okay. but it was like in the middle of their set <laughs> right and okay. she starts going off about all this like trump stuff and why they wrote this because like it means something to stand up against something and we're all sitting here like we're canadian <laughs> <laughs> we didn't vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> it was really awkward, though. Yeah, so that in a small bar mm-hmm. with a bunch of drunk metalheads mm-hmm. who were confused. I was confused. It's like, what are you doing? Don't tell people to be quiet in a metal show. You want them to be loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ask them to cheer for you. Yeah, ask them to get into a big circle and run into each other. Exactly. Yeah. Circle pit. Yeah. Is that what they're Good called? Call. Yes. <laughs> I've seen them. <laughs> so that was weird. But overall, good show. Good night. That's fair. Yeah. All right. The guy who opened, I don't even know how to describe it. It was weird. I'm not going to get into it. What are we talking about today? Um, well, I wanted to do true crime, but I didn't want to do murder. All right, true crime. I just went with unsolved mysteries. Yeah. This might not even been a crime. <laughs> well, mine, uh, <laughs> that's okay. Once we started getting into it, because we're like, like the ones that we see on unsolved mysteries <laughs> was like our premise yeah, yeah. when we started discussing the idea of this episode. That's right. Um, when we actually started researching it, we realized unsolved mysteries is just murder. <laughs> mine still involves death of nine people. Oh, okay. Mine does not. It wasn't necessarily murder, though. We're going to get into it. Yeah. So, yeah. And then as I started, like, going through them, and I went through a lot of them, there just wasn't a lot of information there. Like, they were all really short stories, especially because most of them are unsolved. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, there's no ending to this story, and here we are. Yeah. So, I went with one that's, like, a short unsolved crime, because I knew my first one was too short. Um, And then I went with one that's just kind of, like, a weird mystery. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think our original premise kind of blew up and we went in another direction. It's going to be a great episode anyway. Mm -hmm. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) It's our show. Although there was lots of ideas that came to fruition from it. I started a PDF file. Just that's a lie. That was it was a word doc. I don't know why I was trying to flex with a PDF file there. What did, did you want to make a spreadsheet or something? Yeah. With Microsoft Excel. So not Microsoft Word. Wait, what did you say it was? No, I, I used a Word doc. Okay. <laughs> I only use Microsoft Word. <laughs> we'll use Excel. Hey, Kate, tell us about Colin's podcast. Oh, right. Colin, the guy who designed our art. 
Yeah, that killer art. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. Um, we talked about it last week, guys. You should head over and check out Two Dudes Movie Reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, podcast.com, anywhere you can find your podcast, basically. Um, it's hosted by Sky and Colin, and this is their description. Sky and Colin are two dudes who love talking about movies past, present, and future. Expert opinion or amateur a-holery, you be the judge. Uh, just a warning, there's a whole lot of spoilers, but they've got about two, maybe three episodes at this point up. Uh, they're pretty funny. Um, Colin's pretty well-researched. Tell us what movies they've reviewed as of this moment. Um, so far, they have done Creed 2, mm-hmm. and they have gone into the Spider-Man universe. What do you mean? Um, I haven't listened to the Spider-Man one yet, so I don't know which Spider-Man oh, movie. Is it Into the Spider-Verse? Is that what it's called? Is that what it says? Yeah. That's a new movie. Oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I'm really excited. So in that one, Sky and Colin swing by the theater to check out Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, that explains it. Yeah. The dudes also take t- some time to recap and rank all the Spider-Man movies from Toby to Tom. So hey, just so you know, that's still going into the Spider-Man there. universe. Yep. So. Yep, you nailed it. And as always, spoiler alerts galore. Exclamation point. That's that's why I'm a little confused. Like, that's a brand new movie. Creed two just came out. Mm -hmm. Like, people have to have seen these movies, or they're gonna get spoiled. Yeah. I thought they were gonna do old movies, but this. I think they're gonna do old movies as well. Yeah, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. I guess this is a good way to get people hooked. Be like, oh shit, I just saw that movie. Let's hear what they think. Well, when I started listening, Colin said. just like a whiner, uh, whiner, <laughs> a warning. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of spoilers if you haven't seen this particular movie. And I was like, it, honestly, like as a podcast listener, that's not a big deal to me. Like one of my favorite podcasts is a book podcast and they review books and talk about books that I've never read, but intend on reading all the time. And I still listen to it. I'm fine with the spoilers. Well, there you and go. So it just gives me a better idea whether or not I want to go see something. Do you really think Creed 2 is a movie that I'm going to pick on my own? I haven't seen Creed 1. <laughs> <laughs> me either. <laughs> Actually, no, no, I haven't. Yeah, so it's kind of like that might not be something that I would normally go into it, but already from like listening to their podcast um, and them talking about like the Rocky movies, I want to go back and watch the Rocky mo- movies because I don't think I've seen the first Rocky all the way through even. What? Like, you didn't see the end of the first Rocky? I, like, I can think of some scenes, but I don't know if I've actually seen it or I've just seen clips of it from other things. You're the worst. (laughs) (laughs) He, like, goes the distance. To Eye of the Tiger? (laughs) No, that song's in the third movie. Oh. Really? Yeah. With Clubber Lang. Yeah, so I don't think I've seen them jesus but now i know the original rocky theme i the tiger (laughs) no that's rocky three i the tiger that one i'll play it i think i've heard that it sounds familiar but i didn't know that was from rocky putting it on this is how we're gonna go now i don't know if we're gonna get kicked off but we're putting it on Fuck you, Ad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a uh, closing time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know that song. I just didn't know that's from Rocky. Oh. 
do they do a montage to this? Yes. Okay. Of course they do a montage to this. <laughs> How do you think he trains? In a non-montage? <laughs> but do you know why I get that reference? It's because every show is spoofed and done a montage to this. Dave, stop! <laughs> Our listeners are going to kill you. Fuck them. <laughs> they know where you live. <laughs> That's true. I should really move. <laughs> Especially after hashtag pray for ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> okay. So, you know that Rocky loses the first in the first movie, right? Mm, nope. He just goes the distance, which is he goes the full fight without, like, it goes to a decision. It's not a knockout. Mm, no. We'll watch them. It'll it's be about, fine. It's about winning at life, not winning Okay, you know fight. what? His podcast is already telling me about Rocky. I don't need you to tell me more. I'm just really mad. That's Creed. <laughs> Fuck Creed. But they talk about Rocky, too, in it. Well, yeah, because Rocky's in Creed. Yeah. Trains him, right? So is Dolph Lundgren. He's in Creed, too. Like the German guy? The Swedish guy, yeah. Mm, I don't know. And he was also... In Rocky? Rocky Four. Yeah. So he's returned with his son to fight Creed, and it's like Rocky and, and Ivan Drago all over again. Okay, no, we're, we're good. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> all right, anyway. <laughs> we don't have a movie podcast. We could. Move along. <laughs> Cups and movies. <laughs> All right, because I have two, I'm gonna go first. All right, you start. Okay, my first. Go one, ahead. My first one is very short. Um, so it's the month of June. What year? 1986. It's a toasty California evening. Okay, <laughs> I'm there. Nope, I, can I, see I, it. I lied. It's the morning. Oh. It's morning time. Toasty morning. <laughs> yeah, toasty, toasty morning. It's always toasty in California. Wait, um, is it Southern California? Hollywood. So yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so bank uh, bank workers arrive to a Hollywood bank to discover a hole in the bank vault and over two hundred or two million dollars missing. Oh shit! I was gonna say two hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the year was eighteen twenty-seven. Two hundred dollars was stolen. <laughs> So the thieves had been like super conniving and like smart about how they did this. They tunneled into the bank from a storm storm drainage system using a number of tools that were never specified. (laughs) That one was a drill. No, it was was a spoon and a knife. (laughs) Wow. I wouldn't call that a number of tools. I'd call it two. Also, cutlery or silverware. <laughs> they got it off their Bed Bath & Beyond registry. <laughs> All right, anyway. Okay. Wait, what year is it? 1986? 1986. Okay. So, um, shortly after, another California bank was hit in a similar fashion. Uh, however, this time, the robber set off the bank alarm not before they escaped with $90,000. Oh, that's a big letdown from the $2 million. Yeah, but I mean, like, still $90,000 is still. I guess, and especially in 86. Yeah. 
and it's also, two million it's also american money so like you oh, have to shit. keep in mind this is like six billion dollars <laughs> you're right <laughs> why did they even do it again if they got two million dollars i don't know they're greedy they yeah. might have been trying to like fund something that was I don't know. ISIS. Funding <laughs> ISIS. I was thinking like uh, buying a heart for like their dying child in the black market. Like, Fine. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> after that letdown. <laughs> by sounds that were heard or observed, it was suspected that the robbers made their getaway using quads or similar terrain vehicles. Although it was definitely quads because one of the quads was actually found near the opening of one of the storm drains nearby. What, it break down or something? Um, I don't know if they just didn't maybe used that one. They accidentally killed Ralph and like... Well, was he Ralph found? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say they didn't need it. I don't know. Um, a fingerprint that belonged to a man by the name David Spaulding was also on it. However, it was suspected that the name was actually an alias because nothing ever came of that. Um, so he could have been like given that alias when he got put on file. Or right. there was insufficient evidence and... It was thrown out. Yeah, it was thrown out. So no one really knows the actual answer to that. What's David Spaulding doing today? And I don't think he exists. He died? Mm, I couldn't find him. I bet he became a banker. He became a banker. <laughs> he used that money to fund his <laughs> college degree. Oh, and so he nice. was still in debt <laughs> to the government. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> um, however, robberies in this fashion have not happened again since 1986. And the search of them has since been called off due to the statute of limitations for uh, for due to the fact that the statute of limitations for grand theft have run out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that doesn't have a statute of limitations is murder. I think that probably depends where you're at. Other than in America. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But can you imagine stealing $2 million and $90,000 and, $90, and then just like today being able to be like yeah i did that and not go to jail yeah it'd be awesome <laughs> yeah yeah you'll like, walk up to a cop and be like hey one time i stole two million dollars you didn't get me <laughs> try and touch me now bitch and then he just arrests you for something how would you launder two million dollars though like i don't know how they didn't get caught like where like, did that for happen? us to do it? It'd be really difficult. We'd have to start a business or something, or pretend like this show's making money. Yeah, start selling know. merch. No, 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 no. We just start a Patreon and anonymously. Oh yeah, and start feeding it. it. <laughs> we could do this real easy. Let's go rob a bank. I mean, I'm gonna cut this part out. <laughs> People already turned it off at hashtag pray for ISIS. When they <laughs> Everybody except ISIS turned it off, yeah. and the FBI. <laughs> oh crap. <laughs> No, we're on America's Most Wanted. Whatever, this is Canada. <laughs> FBI can't work out of the country. The CIA can. There you go. Was that the end of your story? That was the end of that What's story. What's your theories? I don't know. There was like some pencil drawings of what they looked like, and they were like real late 70s, early 80s looking dudes. So it could have been anyone. 
so no cameras in the vaults. Mm-mm, this is the 80s. Yeah, cameras existed. Yeah, but they were VHS and... Shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I bet it was Sasquatch. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> With this nice uh, mustache and transition sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that was quick. <laughs> I guess it's my turn now. I told you it was short, and that's why <laughs> I did too. Because they true. were all short. That's true. All right. Oh, no. It's not just short. <laughs> I forgot I did some history on Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> what do you mean? The show. Since this do you is, want to do that now? Yeah, just some quick trivia. All right. So Unsolved Mysteries ran from 87 to 99, then again from 2001 to 2002. <laughs> it's because I scrolled to the bottom of my page where that story was. <laughs> I didn't notice it. <laughs> and then again from 2008 to 2010. <laughs> Is that the one with the guy? No, that's Crime Stoppers. Maybe. I don't know. I forgot about Crime Stoppers. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> it, its hosts have included Raymond Burr, Carl Malden, Robert Stack, a girl named Virginia Madston in 1999, and Dennis Farina which, uh, in the newest revival. And I think that one is like the one that most people kind of remember because it was like on Spike TV and everyone watched Spike TV in the... Right, yeah. Yeah, in the... 2000s yeah it was huge um it ran on cbs nbc and then like i said spike tv and then also on lifetime however lifetime doesn't re uh, rerun the episodes now that they did they rerun the spike tv episodes some more recent i guess i guess so um given up on those other unsolved crimes yeah um i wrote gross grove but i think it's cross grove and um mirror Productions maintain a website that features ongoing cold cases with a link to an online form if a viewer has any information to the case, which I think is like pretty cool. Yeah, it should. Yeah. Uh, They currently have a YouTube channel where viewers can submit their own videos describing any mystery, and if it's uh, accepted, they'll post it on their channel, like featuring that person. Uh, It's described as... uh, True crime, <laughs> true crime, but also features alien abductions, ghosts, UFOs. Oh, that's same as alien abductions and alternate history theories. Um, yeah, that's all true crime. Yeah, it does heavily rely on missing persons and murders, though. All right, mm-hmm. fair enough. Okay, your turn. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, Miss Fothergill. Ms. Fothergill. Have you ever heard That's of... That's not my stage name. What's your stage name? Catalina Holt. Well, you can find me on Catalina Instagram. Holt on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter. Have you ever heard of... Oh, should I, I should have learned how to say this. Dijalov Pass and the incident that occurred there. Yes. Ooh. I, I have, actually. It's quite mysterious and very murdery. <laughs> Not really. It's a little, a little murdery. Little murdery. <laughs> <laughs> Look, everything's a murder on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, do you remember the year 1959? I remember it well. My father was conceived in birth. <laughs> so you remember it well. <laughs> 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 well, 10 students from the Ural Polytechnical Institute, now known as the Ural Federal University, went on a hike slash skiing tour to receive their Grade three certification. Ooh. Apparently, you have to be certified to go hiking and skiing. Well, yeah, that makes sense for skiing. 
Well, if you're going to be like an instructor. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Grade three was the highest at the time in the Soviet Union. Damn. this was the Soviet Union at the time. Uh, this venture was led by Igor Daitilov. And uh, he led them in the nor- into the northern Urals in Sverdlovsk <laughs> Oblast in the Soviet Union. And you can email the proper pronunciations <laughs> to at sasquatchatemybaby at gmail.com. And I'll mispronounce those too. <laughs> Unless you send an audio clip. Send an audio clip. Consisted of eight men, two women. The trip was going to be 300 kilometers. It's a long way. Very spooky. Uh, the trip started in Vizier on January 27th. Uh, the next day, one of the members turned back to Yuri Yudin. Yuri. Because he had joint and knee pain. Oh, damn. Lucky bastard, if you ask me. On uh, January 31st, they arrived at the Mountain Pass, which is like crazy mountains. It's the Urals. Mm-hmm. Uh, on February 1st, they started up the pass and figured it would take them until the next night, so February 2nd, to make it to the other side. <coughs> Excuse me. But because of a snow t- snowstorm, they got lost and deviated west towards the top of the Koholat Siakal. <laughs> <laughs> I love these attempts. <laughs> I love it when we do foreign places. I'm not Russian or wherever the girls are. Um, they, but they realized their mistake and they decided to camp on the slope, like right near the top, instead of moving back a kilometer and a half to the forest where it would have been much safer. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, theorized, I guess, by Yuri, the guy who bailed, that this is because Igor, the leader, didn't want to lose any altitude that he gained because it's not an easy hike. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, yeah. Their whole plan uh, had them expect to be finished this whole trek, the 300 kilometers, by February 12th. But when Yuri left, Igor told them that they would probably be delayed a couple of days, which didn't help them. (coughs) Fuck. It's okay. You can edit out your coughs. I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Because of this, the search didn't start until February 20th when the families urged urged people to go look. Uh, It started out with students and teachers, but later the army helped. Which I find impressive because it's like deep Soviet Union time. Mm-hmm. I figured they just hated people. But they helped. <laughs> like we could use a few less. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, go find them. You'll die too. <laughs> um, they were found. Oh, no. They found the abandoned tent on February 26th. And it was like basically in half. It was cut open. Mm-hmm. It was cut open from the inside. Mm-hmm. Strange. Uh, the students who found the tent said that it had been... Oh, I just read that. I already said that. The tent, I'll just say what they said. The tent was half torn down and covered with snow. It was empty and all the group's belongings and shoes had been left behind. Their shoes. Mm-hmm. I read that. Uh, from that spot, there was a bunch of footprints um, of barefooted people because all their shoes were left behind. Although some of them had a single shoe on. Also weird. And it led to the nearby forest, like a kilometer and a half away, the one I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. ASMR podcast. 
on the edge of the forest, under a Siberian pine, were the remains of a small fire and two bodies, dressed only in underwear. Sexy times or sad times? You be the judge. (laughs) (laughs) All right, whatever. I'll read that. (laughs) I'll just read it now. You're just going to read it out loud. My sister just just sent me a text. She says, I want to do a guided psychedelic trip podcast, and I want you and your band to play good vibes music for it. (laughs) (laughs) So look out for that new podcast. Uh, Between the pie and the camp, pine, not the pie, uh, three others were found, including uh, Igor. And they were frozen, but it looked like they were trying to make it back to their camp where the tent was. Uh, but they were major differences, different distances. Like one was at 300 meters from the pine, one was eight or 480, and one was 630. So like they weren't together. Uh, but the other four, that's five. Mm-hmm. So five dead right there. And there was nine, remember. The other four weren't found until May 4th several months later wow which is star wars day may the fourth be with you i didn't know it was that long between them being found yeah uh they were found under four meters of snow in a ravine 75 meters further into the forest from the pine well that makes sense because it was like two months later three months later yeah and it was a snowy mountain yeah um these ones were better dressed and it looked like they had actually taken the clothes off of the other dead people and Mm -hmm. tried to get down the mountain with them it was only 75 meters, so they didn't make it far. And so they were escaping. Yes. Or trying to. What were they escaping? Oh, who knows? It's very exciting. Uh, the first five who died, uh, when they were examined, it was found that they were they died from hypothermia, mm-hmm. obviously. One of them had a small crack in their skull, but it wasn't fatal. The other four, totally different. Uh, one of them had major skull damage, mm. like it was crushed. And two others had major chest fractures. And Dr. Vo- Dr. Boris, some other word I can't say, um, said that the force like on their bodies, the damage, was comparable to a high-speed car accident. Hmm. So it was some fucked up shit. <coughs> um, and... Even more strange, their bodies had no external wounds to match their internal wounds. So somehow their chests and skull got crushed without any damage to their skin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's as if they'd been subject to high levels of pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final person had external injuries. Uh, her tongue, eyes, parts of her lips... Her facial tissue and fragments of her skull bone were all missing. Mm-hmm. So, Gruesome. how did this happen? What's your theory? From the information you have, what do you think happened? I know that there was one theory that it's aliens. You'd think so. But I couldn't find anything on it. But this is what I think. Mm-hmm. A bottomless snowman. A yeti. Yeti. A yeti. Mm-hmm. All right, I... I figured that too, mm-hmm. but why? Cut off the lips and... But what about the others? Why is there no external wounds when their chests are crushed and their skulls are crushed? He sat on them. 
But it would still leave bruises. Aliens. That's my theory. Well, we already have the theory that Sasquatch is an alien. It's true. He's a Wookiee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Here's the theories that people had. The first theory, well, technically the first theory was, uh, what were they called? I'm sorry. Uh, that they were attacked by the Mansi people. What's that? Which was a tribe that lived in the area, like old school mm-hmm. tribe. Mm. But this was dispelled because the damage done to these bodies couldn't have been done by a human, obviously. Mm-hmm. Another theory, early theory, was that it was an avalanche. Oh. And that the avalanche had started like slowly, so the entrance to their tent was blocked. So they cut themselves out, ran down the mountain, and then apparently the avalanche stopped, so they started making their way back up, and then they died of hypothermia. But that wouldn't explain the wounds. That would explain five, but not the other four. Um... Yeah, it also, see, I would understand, oh, yeah, I guess, okay. Well, this theory was dispelled mm-hmm. because there was no sign of an avalanche, so it didn't matter. These people were fools. Mm-hmm. Another theory was infrasound. You know what that is? Uh, it's it's like a. there's a theory that the government has like an underground um like layer underneath a lake in Russia somewhere and they're testing this weapon of infrasound that can hurt people. Well, that's cool. That I, could be it. I think that's is, a thing. I might have made that. A, I believe you, but <laughs> this is a naturally occurring sound as well. Oh, I didn't know that. It's created by something called the Karaman Vortex Street, which is one like wind and fluid like rain, I guess. Mm-hmm swirl around an object and create a vortex and it creates a sound so low that it's below 20 hertz which is you, you can't even hear that mm-hmm. with a human ear but this could have drove them crazy with just the low frequency in their body oh and they started attacking each other no they just got the fuck out and ran away but again this oh. wouldn't describe or wouldn't answer the wounds yeah and uh yeah so these are all bullshit theories um, another theory is the military. So maybe infrasound from the military. Mm-hmm. Or during this time, they were testing all over Russia something called a parachute mine, which is something you drop from a plane and it explodes midair, mm-hmm. like close to the ground, but midair. Mm-hmm. And the damage done to the people is similar as to what those mines would have done. Mm-hmm. So it could have been that, and like, so the three or four of them would have got fucked up, and the other five were shell shocked and terrified and ran down the mountain and froze to death. But if those people were that fucked up, how did they make it? And why was that girl so mutilated? Exactly. The mutilation is the one that, like, real, like I, I can think of explanations, like, for all the other ones. Like, the naked ones pretty much just froze to death, the other ones were in an avalanche. Avalanche, and that's why they were under snow. But why was she mutilated? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get to that, the military also could have been testing radiological weapons, which radioactively fucks people up. Mm-hmm. Still wouldn't describe what you're asking. There would be some sort of like, I, I guess maybe they wouldn't test for that, but there'd yeah. be some. Especially in the Soviet Union, they'd be 
covering that yeah, shit Yeah, they'd be up. like, nah, <laughs> no, <laughs> didn't happen. Uh, who was in control of the Soviet Union in 1959? Was it Stalin? Wow, you're asking me history. It was probably Stalin, right? <laughs> I'm going to Google it. Stalin years. Active. Of power. Uh, no, he died in 1953. So oh. who was after Stalin? Who was after <laughs> Joseph Stalin? There it is. Uh, Georgi Manenkov. Uh, but I don't know how long he lasted. It doesn't matter. Anyway. We're not in Russia, so... <laughs> <laughs> not our be. problem. Um... Uh, the most understandable death of the first five would have been something called paradoxical undressing, which is something that happens when you get hypothermia and Ooh. you start feeling a burning. Yeah, so you, you think your you're hot. Off. Yeah. But still not the other four. Mm-hmm. Um, another theory is that it was either a Russian Yeti mm-hmm. or Bob Snowman, like you said, or a Mank, which is a creature from the Mansi folklore. Ooh. But again... No external wounds to those people who got yeah, fucked up. Yeah, but we don't know if these are supernatural beings That's or true. not. That's true. A manky or a mank could be, and for sure. So could a yeti. He might have mind powers. You're right. We don't know anything about the yeti. Yeah. Mind powers galore. <laughs> so many. Here's my theory. <laughs> Is that some asshole, ami- asshole aliens came to fuck with people. Mm-hmm. They first scared them out of their tent with mm-hmm. some weird shit. Uh, letting some of them die of hypothermia. Mm-hmm. Then when it looked like the other four would escape because they stole their clothing and they were making their way down the mountain, mm-hmm. they used some crazy percussion weapon to crush their bones inside their bodies. Mm-hmm. And then uh, for the last one, there was a real sick and like twisted alien and he just mutilated her face and left her to die. He's like, hey guys, watch this. Yeah. That's my theory. Aliens. Hold my beer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> aliens. Okay. Aliens. What do you is. think, dear listener? That's the second impressions thing. I know. No. <laughs> and now we're from our sponsor. Hi, my name's Danica. And my name's Emma. And together we host Second, second impressions. impressions, where we'll try anything twice. Each week, we try something for the second time. We talk about what our first experience was like, how well we remember it, and how we've grown and changed. But mostly, we talk about dumb stories from our youth and what beer we're drinking. So join us every Sunday on Second Impressions, available on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. That was a really good story, Dave. I like it. Yeah, you went into this a little bit more deeper than I did. I'll be back. You keep talking. I'll literally be like three seconds. No, I don't like being by myself. Come back. This isn't a one-man podcast. If it was, then I'd be doing something else. No, I'm not. Ooh, one more second. See, guys, Dave is a podcast abandoner. This is the Katie show now. <laughs> Do you review cups? Yes. I give the Starbucks cup Uh. Two out of ten. How come? It's bad for the environment. Sometimes the lid doesn't go on properly. 
That's legit reasons. And they clutter up my car. Well, that's your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you went into this a lot deeper than I did. What do you mean? Well, you went into like a big story that had like a lot of theories and like potential things. Whereas I was like, all right, here's a weird story. And I was just disappointed (laughs) in all the stories. (laughs) (laughs) Well, can't all be winners, Kate. That's fine. Whatever. I'm not mad. I bet your last story is going to kill mine, though. No. (laughs) No? It's it's short, too. (laughs) Okay. The year is 1914. A young Agatha Miller weds Archibald Christie on Christmas Eve. Nobody's named those names ever anymore. (laughs) Well, listen to this. Thus becoming Agatha Christie. Oh, shit. Have you heard of her? Yes. Within days, Archibald was sent away to World War I. I don't know if I can keep this voice up. Do it. <laughs> Agatha. <laughs> I tried to keep a mysterious voice through mine and it didn't work out. Agatha worked as a nurse and began writing mystery novels. Her first book, The Mysterious Affair at Styles, was published in 1920. And in 1926, after rising popularity of her novels, Archie and Agatha moved into a mansion with their daughter, which they named... After the first novel. So it was Styles Mansion. Wait, their daughter's name was? No, the mansion. The mansion was their daughter's name? No, no, no. The mansion was (laughs) named after the book. Okay. The Mysterious Affair at Styles. All right. Which I'm assuming takes place in a mansion. So Arthur survived the war. Archie. Archie, sorry. (laughs) Wait, what was his name? Archibald. Archibald. Right, not Arthabald. (laughs) That's not that funny. So my, um, oh wait, never mind. So my, <laughs> so my grandfather's name was Archibald John uh, MacArthur, uh-huh. um, but everyone called him Jack. <laughs> and I was sitting there, and I was like, John. Yeah, but now that I think of it, I think his name was John Archibald. And I mean, yeah, because who's gonna name their their kid? like a half of a middle name <laughs> it would have been jonathan yeah um so he was john archibald and they called him jack but in my head i was thinking it was archibald macarthur and that they called him jack and i was like jack's not short for archibald <laughs> <laughs> it is now <laughs> no because his name was archibald and they're like fuck we fucked up on this name let's just call him jack for short <laughs> Um, there's their daughter's name is Rosalind, but she's not super important in the story. <laughs> he did have the name though. That was good. I did have the name. Um, let's see. So, uh, Archie then became an investment banker and they appeared to be a very happy family. Probably pretty rich too. Mm-hmm. Not just from books. <sighs> well, if he's an investment banker. Yeah, he's rolling it probably, yeah, right? He probably had $200. <laughs> Unfortunately, his safe was robbed <laughs> in 1986. <laughs> However, on December 3rd, 1926, Archie left for a weekend house party. When Agatha... Uh, well, hold on, I didn't make that. That makes sense. So, <laughs> when he left for a weekend house party, Agatha then packed a small suitcase, and left the house. She 
when she left the house, she left behind two notes, one for her secretary asking her to cancel her weekend appointments and the second one for Archie. Um, That's very considerate mm -hmm. to those appointments. Yeah. Like, I'm busy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The other one was to Archie, of which the contents has never been revealed. What? What? That's crazy. Uh, He's probably dead now. Somebody's got to reveal it. Mm -hmm. She was then not seen. She went missing. Her car was... She sent. was then not seen. It's <laughs> a great way to put Well, it. I was going to say never seen again, but that's not true. <laughs> Her car was found at Newlands Corner, abandoned above a chalk quarry, with ex- an expired driver's license and clothes in the car. Investigators contacted Archie and asked him about his whereabouts the previous night to which he claimed he had been with friends. A.K.A. at that party. House party. Mm-hmm. Previous to Agatha's, Agatha's disappearance. That's the word I was thinking of. <laughs> disappearance? She disappeared. Yeah. Uh, she had been taking care of her mother's estate after her passing uh, when Archie had come to her to inform her of his affair with a woman named Nancy Neal. He also asked her for a divorce. Dun, 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 dun. So we know what he was doing at that party. Mm-hmm. So when she had returned to the mansion to in an attempt to save her marriage um, and found out that Archie had been leaving for the weekend, she had suspected that he was seeing his mistress. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Among other people questioned were her daughter, the maids, and her secretary. Makes sense. There was a lot of pressure on newspaper and the police to find her um, because some Viscount uh, named William Joynson Hicks um, was on them for it, probably because she was a popular writer. Um, And there was a reward for her whereabouts. 20,000 people searched for her. A pond nearby was dragged twice. Do we know what the the reward was? $200. (laughs) (laughs) If she can get it out of this safe. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> Pawn was dragged twice. Yeah, it was dragged twice. And many people suggested that Archie had killed her as he had the motive. He would be free to marry his mistress, mistress without divorce. What's the big deal with divorce? It's 1914. Well, it's not. It's like 1920-something. Oh, 1926, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. But I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't think it's a lot probably of... more difficult back then. Yeah. There's like the church and like all sorts of things. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, kings would behead their wives <laughs> instead of getting divorced. This was easier. <laughs> I get it. Um, however, Agatha was spotted by witnesses um, during the time that she was missing, stating that she seemed confused when they had seen her. Um, days after their her appearance, they or their dis- her disappearance, they received a lead that she may be at a health spa. Uh, Archie and an investigator went in search of her, of which she then passed them in the lobby, which led to a confrontation. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Uh, Agatha claimed that Archie was her brother in this confrontation, and no one really knows why. Yeah, that's super weird. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on? So after this, no explanation was ever given from Agatha or Archie, and they never commented on this disappearance again. Did they stay together? No. 
So they just went on with their lives. Yeah. So although some, so they both went on to, they went on to divorce and they both married other people and um, he married his mistress and she married another dude mm-hmm. um, that I forgot to write down his name. It wasn't important. It wasn't important. And she passed away in 1975. Um, so no one really knows what happened because she took that secret to her grave. So think your daughter knows. Maybe. Maybe she just was pissed off and bailed for a while. Well, that's one of the theories. So some uh, some speculate that the stress of the impending divorce may have caused like memory loss or amnesia, and that's what happened during state. Yeah, because it was like I think she was gone for about eleven days. Oh, that's a lot of days. Yeah, hence why they had twenty thousand people looking for her and were dragging ponds. Yeah. Um. And that theory is supported by doctors. Um, however, there's another theory that Agatha was just like superpetty.com. <laughs> <laughs> so she tried to frame him or something? Yeah, and staged her disappearance um, to put suspicion onto her husband. <laughs> just to fucking yeah, just and that stir she things up. really enjoyed the fact that Archie suffered from it. And that theory I fucking love. I'm like, girl, you are my spirit and- animal. <laughs> It actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. You'd do that. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I like to get justice in a way that doesn't like particularly harm other people, but just really inconveniences them. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You should do that to somebody. Mm, Not me. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) The first person they're going to suspect is Michael. (laughs) No, if you came here for a podcast... And then weren't seen for 11 days, I'd be arrested for sure. No, I don't think so. I think that you would say something like, yeah, but she left. And they'd be like, it was her spouse because it's always the spouse. Maybe. Yeah. No, it's definitely. We, Michael and I have talked about that. If one of us disappears, <laughs> there's going to be a thing the other day on, on Facebook, maybe, yeah. where your, his DNA is under your fingernails. Here, I'll read it for the listeners that yeah. don't have my private account. Yeah. It had a very good response. It had like 30 likes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where's my own page? I believe in you. Excuse me. Excuse me. Every night my spouse Michael makes me scratch his back. Every night I oblige. You sound like a serial killer. Yeah, that's the intention. (laughs) I know. Knowing I'm getting his epithelial cells all up underneath my fingernails, which will cause him to be the number one suspect if I die under mysterious circumstance. And that's my petty way of inconveniencing his life, the way that he inconveniences mine, as he asks for a back scratch while I'm trying to read. It's because he always asks while I'm trying to read. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you only need one hand to read. No, stop it's, being so rude. Do you know how hard it is to turn a page with one hand? Well, you just stop for a second turn the page. I know. And then he goes, scratch. And I go, chill, bitch. <laughs> it's a second. <laughs> like, it's literally me folding a piece of paper like this. <laughs> hey, those are our cards. <laughs> well, this one is now a sound effect card. Uh, well, you now know what to get them for Valentine's Day. Back scratch? Back scratcher. No, I've offered to buy him a back scratcher before. Just give him one. No, he said it was a waste of money. We're in Yisk, and I was like, you need this. And he's like, I don't need that. I have you. I was like, go fuck yourself. So get him a back scratcher 
and a flashlight and tape them together, and it's you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I'll bite. <laughs> um, I was thinking about it. We should pretend that Michael died. What do you mean? <laughs> we were having that conversation with one of our friends about how uh, female radio hosts do better when they're single. Oh, yeah. because then you're available. Yeah, so now we should just start pretending that I'm single all the time. Well, now that people heard this, we got to wait like a month. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, oh no, I'll, I'll so just Michael sl- dies. Slowly. <laughs> And then they end up on that, like the internet sleuths, uh, web sleuths website being like, did Kate, did Catalina Holt murder her spouse? Question mark. Of course They go into did. a real deep dive of my browser history. <laughs> he wanted scratches, so she scratched him to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should do that for sure. That sounds fun. Okay, cool. And you know what? I feel like um, murderesses get a lot of like is that a word yeah murderous yeah all right female murderer um they get a lot of like world we could just fan mail and stuff because there's some real fucked up dudes out there that's how we're going to increase our listeners a lot of murderers male murderers also get a lot of fan mail yeah there's a lot of fucked up people (laughs) before charlie manson died he had a wife i think he had multiple wives no but he got like a woman (laughs) married him while he was in prison in the last few years of his life hmm gross yeah hmm. i think it was a publicity stunt personally i think he's just a fucked up dude personally no for her she was trying to get in the in the spotlight no i think there's just women that want that for sure mm-hmm. but i think her specifically i think it was a spotlight well thing. yeah it'd be like marrying a beetle <laughs> <laughs> a little different but yeah <laughs> um yeah there's definitely people like that, mm-hmm. which is weird. Like uh, that one chick on uh, on that one episode we did about those two brothers who murdered people, and she tried to like cover it up by causing another murder while they were in prison. I don't remember that episode. <laughs> it was your topic. You should remember it. Really? <laughs> she kidnapped. Like they only got arrested because they kidnapped a like a white 12 year old and they had only been killing prostitutes beforehand in la or something what i don't remember doing this <laughs> it's on one of our murder episodes no it wasn't what the fuck yes it was are you sure? <laughs> i'm pretty sure it was your topic are you sure <laughs> unless i just had this conversation with somebody else but i don't think so i think you had a conversation with someone else because i don't remember doing that it might have been the ed kemper episode no, the Ed Kemper episode, um, that was the one where I did the cannibal. Did you do another one, though? Did you do two? No, I think I only did one. Well, fucking, you did it. <laughs> it must have been you. Because <laughs> no. then the girlfriend of one of the two brothers kidnapped a girl and tried to make recreate the same kind of crime, but then the other girl escaped she fucked it up we don't have that many episodes that i should be forgetting episodes <laughs> especially something that you research uh, i'm just gonna quickly like see just run through our murder episodes yeah i'm just trying to remember which ones yeah were. they're all named odd um <laughs> we did a lot of spooky shit at the beginning 
Um, did I do what story did I do in the haunting of a drunk lion? No, I did the that was ghosts. Win, that was the Winchester Mystery House. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. I thought that was murder because Kanaka Pete was a murderer, but he's also a ghost. Um, I did Lizzie Borden, which isn't that story. <laughs> no. Um, then we did the next murder was the um, the Christopher Walken story. What about on Otter Seat Belts episode thirty one? Who did you do? I don't remember. That might have been the one where the uh, the cannibal guy. Um. It's fascinating. <laughs> the police were like, no. Nah. Well, we did. Uh, I did Son of Sam. Yeah, there might have been another one on that episode. What episode was that? No, you did the Lake Bodum. Hmm. I don't know. I swear, though. Um, no. Hey, listeners, let us know. <laughs> did we do an episode? <laughs> or did I just dream that? Maybe this is your, um, what is it? Mandela effect. Maybe, but Jesus. I swear to God. Um, we did Tylenol Killer. Um, we did some aliens. Because you did like a short one. You did two, like you just did now. What is it, the Japanese ones? No, I don't no, think that was so. Ghosts. Oh, the, yeah, that was ghosts. There was also murder in that. There's a lot of murder with ghosts. Well, yeah. How do you um, think you become a ghost? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we ever did that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alabama. Yeah, our listeners don't need to hear us. No. Just like, so this just but never this existed. shit happened. It did not. <laughs> do you have all your research on your computer still? No. What? I don't, I don't save everything. Useless. Maybe it was outer seatbelts. I don't remember what I did on that one. I don't want to listen to them and find out. <laughs> so, listeners, if that happened, please let me know that I'm not crazy. It didn't happen. It might have. I do have a gold fish brain, though, so. It must have happened. Who else would I be having this conversation with? I don't know. Murder comes up a lot in my life. Not mine. <laughs> I'm a happy human being. Um, one of my coworkers just recommended to... Um, murders to me from his country, so I might do one of those for my next episode on murder. What's his country? India. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah, and I just got him into forensic files. Nice. Yeah. Who was this? A coworker? Mm-hmm. Maybe we should have him on the show and he can get, do his own story. Sure, that'd be cool. Yeah, we don't need to have work talk on here. <laughs> 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 Hearing us plan future episodes. All right, do you have any last thoughts, Dave's thoughts? Thoughts, thoughts. Thoughts. Well, I had a hell of a time. <laughs> it's the time of your life. It's the time of my life. <laughs> Just like that Green Day song. That they played at every graduation? Yes. And mm-hmm. every wedding where they have anything that has a, a montage. montage of pictures. <laughs> Montage of fighting is a Rocky theme. Montage of pictures. No, at my wedding, I'm just going to have a montage with the Rockies in the theme. <laughs> which, which one, though? Um, the first one that you showed me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's Rocky 1 and 2. Rocky 3 is Eye of the Tiger. Rocky 4 is that no, no, no. song. This is going to be. This is what it's going to be. So okay. it's going to be, um, you know how like they always have like a montage of like 
no no okay so this is what it's gonna be the first one's gonna be the the training theme song one that mm-hmm. one the do do, do no that was that <laughs> yeah. okay it's gonna be the first one that, or the one that you played for me yes and it's gonna be a video montage of me like um boxing and then also beating up all like michael's ex-girlfriends <laughs> and at the end like okay. maybe not at the end but at the end of that theme song yeah because i assume you're gonna go to another song mm-hmm. it needs to have you running up those steps in philly Okay. Yeah. So we'll okay. do that. So, so it's going to be really <laughs> expensive, high budget. So it's going to show me training and then I'm going to like hunt down all Michael's exes on Facebook and find them, trick them into coming into like an alleyway where I like get some nice shots of me, like throwing jabs and stuff. <laughs> and Kate then versus the world yeah, style. And then I'm going to fly all the way to Philly, run up those stairs and, and then like this. throw my hands up and in the air jump. Yeah, and jump. jump. And then it's going to like freeze fa- frame me in that jump. Of course it's the eighties. Yeah. And then it's going to slowly <laughs> transition into eye of the tiger. And then that's where our baby picture montage starts. Why with eye of the tiger? Um, because it's just going with the Rocky theme at this point. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then, so we get our, um, our baby picture montage and then it comes together and then it's the montage of like pictures of us together and there's like three Mm -hmm. in existence in the entire world um (laughs) and then as it ends we're gonna kick down like a a paper screen and we're gonna jump into the um we're gonna jump into the middle of the dance floor okay and then then this song's gonna play yeah then this song's gonna play and it's gonna be our first dance (laughs) song Rocky Ford theme song. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Journeys, Hearts on Fire. No, it's going to be actually uh, the I'm Just a Small Town Girl because that's the only Journey song that ever existed. Well, you know this one now. Nope. Mm-mm. Okay, how about. Actually, it's going to be closing time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no way. At the end of your dance, you play the breakfast club theme mm. and then you hold your diamond ring in your hand <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> freeze frame so it'll transition from journey into that yeah and then <laughs> you'll throw on a leather jacket and some weird gloves yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he'll just leave me in the dance floor as the spotlight lands on me and i stand alone with my uh, for the rest of the night you don't <laughs> move <laughs> freeze frame yeah. <laughs> and then you got people come to me. Oh, Katie, congratulations. You just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll like slowly mumble like some breakfast love. Thank you for breakfast coming. Club. <laughs> no, breakfast club okay. quotes like the real banner Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would go to that wedding for yeah. sure. I don't know why Michael doesn't want to marry me. I've got some great ideas. I might marry you just to have that <laughs> moment. And then we'll get divorced right after. Done. And then I can have a whole other wedding with a different theme. Yeah, of course. Oh, fuck yeah. I should just keep planning weddings. Hey, guys. <laughs> if you need a wedding planned, you need to hit me up right now. <laughs> and if you like this idea, you just wait till she actually gives it some thought. This is just off the cuff. Yeah. Come on, guys. So, yeah. And the most expensive wedding planner. <laughs> it's not that expensive. Well, no, all other you have to do. Other than going to Philly. Yeah, other than that. So, like, you have to pay for all your flights and stuff. No. We'll start a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> Kickstarter. Yeah. 
Okay, this is what we're gonna do when I if I ever actually get married, <laughs> we're gonna start a Kickstarter. Like all those assholes are like, I want my dream wedding. Can you please pay for it? But then we'll describe this is my dream wedding. Oh yeah, I'd pay for that. <laughs> it's not that expensive, other than the flight to Philly. The flight yeah. to Philly. That's not that much money though. Yeah, and also convincing Michael's exes to let me punch them in the face. Right, that part. Well, you can just get stand-ins for that. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of women. Yeah. And it's not real fighting, it's Rocky fighting, so you're not actually hitting them. I would hit them. <laughs> Even if they're just stand-ins? Yeah. Well, maybe not like his um, one ex, but because it might get like some sort of weird disease <laughs> from all her. <laughs> you get a bloody knuckle in yeah, your like, bloody Ugh. face. That's why you wear gloves. <laughs> no, it's bare knuckle fighting. <laughs> Go show them are real rough. Uh, fun fact, Rocky Five mm-hmm. is about Rocky training a guy named Tommy Gunn. Mm-hmm. Who was a boxer in real life, but nobody would fight him anywhere because he got AIDS, mm. and then they didn't want the blood to get in each other. Cool. So that's the same thing you just described. Yeah. Rocky. It all comes yeah, back it to all Rocky. Comes back to Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll definitely go to your wedding. <laughs> Thanks. I assume I'm going to be your best man. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> or your maid of honor, I guess, <laughs> since you're a woman. Uh, that's all I got. What do you got? That's it. Now that we've planned out my wedding. All right. All right. Bye, friends.